it might be far down the line for you, but do you take anything from his succession planning? And have you even started to, to think about that? There's no kiddos in my life to leave it to. And so I will probably be in a similar situation for him. And look, I would, I would love to be able to change somebody's life like he changed mine. I, I, I mean, I think that's, that's required of me. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. I got to tell you, I've been looking forward to sharing this story, uh, this podcast for quite some time. I met Larry Wright, who's the owner of CNC Home Appliances in Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, during primetime in Nashville, and um, you know, got to talking to him about his store and his business and you know how he got into the business and I immediately knew that, that this is a guy who needed to you know get a platform to share his story and um, you know tell uh, talk about his path to retail ownership and uh, it, it's it's frankly incredible I, I mean there's so many things you can take out of this and learn from it as an independent business owner um, strictly I mean for for first off from the succession planning standpoint because Larry purchased his business at 25 years old uh, from the owner who was looking to get out of retail ownership and uh, you know saw in Larry someone that he thought could potentially own the business and um, lo and behold it worked out and you know Larry now is uh, just about 70 almost two decades into ownership and, and doing his thing and making it work down there for CNC and I mean it, it's just crazy to see someone who never really ever put two thoughts or two you know uh, you know seconds worth of thought into potentially owning a retail store only to find himself you know running a successful business down there and, and doing well for himself and um, implementing changes that uh, you know from the get-go that he thought could be you know beneficial to the business and, and just making it work you know on his own he and his wife uh, they're the owners of CNC home appliances and uh, just excited to you know dive into it with them and and share his story with the rest of uh, you know the audience here and listeners of the independent thinking podcast so I don't want to steal any more of his thunder so let's just go ahead and dive into it this is Larry Wright of CNC home appliances here on the independent thinking podcast All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and excited to catch up. Uh, Larry Wright, the owner of CNC Home Appliance in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, appreciate you, you know, taking the time. And uh, we, we pulled this together kind of quick, didn't we? We did. We did. I'm, I'm thankful that you. I was invited, though. <laughs> no, any anytime we can get a, a member on to talk about, uh, you know, your story, learn more about you. And, um, you know, I... I Without diving too deep yet, you know, I know we we talked a little bit in Nashville while you were down there for primetime. You have an awesome story and one that, you know, we, we've been looking forward to sharing. So uh, let's start right there, though. Primetime. You know, we, we were we were in Nashville. What was it like to be back in person? Man, it was nice. It was nice to see everybody and, and uh, be able to talk face to face again. I mean, the, the virtual stuff was OK, but I, I definitely prefer to go and see and, and be able to talk face to face. It was really, really nice. Yeah. Now, have you done any events, uh, you know, since I, I guess during the, these last 18 months since uh, the pandemic? No, no, we haven't done anything at all. Uh, primetime was really the very first thing that I did. I think that was the first time I had flown in wow. those eight months. So it was, um, yeah, we haven't done, we have been sticking. I mean, of course we had the hurricane where we're at too. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, uh, 
a lot of focus on st- just getting things back to normal around here. Well, how uh, how was the travel? What was it like a first time in 18 months getting on a plane? It was okay. You know, it's different. You, you got to play by the rules and, and that stuff. But uh, no big deal. I mean, I was I was comfortable. I thought it was okay. And, uh, you know, I mean, just, just different. But not yeah. – not unbearable by any stretch. And, and, and I also have to ask, you mentioned the hurricanes, you guys, Ida, you know, I'm up here in Philly. We had, we had the remnants up here too, that uh, brought like seven tornadoes with it. So I, I know you guys got hit pretty hard down there. How is it down there? Well, thankfully for us, we're all the way on the Western side of the state and Ida got the East and not that I wish it on those guys. Cause I, of right. course have a lot of friends. There's a lot of members there. Um, and I, and thankfully all the ones I've spoken to made it through. Okay. For us, Ida was kind of a non-event. It, it um, while it was floating around in the Gulf, you know, it got us all scared and, and a little yeah. bit of PS, PTSD from when we did Laura um, last year. But but thankfully, uh, we were fine. It was no big deal to us. And most of the guys I've talked to on the eastern side of the state and Homa and New Orleans and that area, uh, most of them made it through without any any severe severe damage. Thankfully, yeah. it's crazy. I mean. Is that something that, you know, I, I know hurricane season's a big deal, obviously the, down in the Gulf and even up the, the East coast to an extent, you know, North Carolina, up, weather's crazy everywhere now, but you know, as a retail owner, a store owner, does that, how do you factor in this season and the weather? Do you, do you guys do anything different from a, a business perspective? We really don't. I mean, it, cause it doesn't, you know, we have been 15 years between a, severe hurricane getting yeah. us and so you know you just kind of hope that you don't go through it and um and we have made it a good while I mean 15 years is a good long haul and prior to that it was uh, I want to say almost 50 yeah and so you know we had done well but no the only thing you do is if if you know it's coming like if you if you have enough notice I mean and you try to load in or you try to place orders to be prepared because afterward, you know, right. Like for us, I mean, the, the, the month we were closed for 30 days because the store was destroyed and it, wow. and it took a little while to find another location and whatnot. The month we reopened, um, we beat our biggest month. We more than doubled it. The biggest month in the history of the company. And is that, which would bet 15 years ago with the previous yeah. hurricane. Now, is that, was that so, because of need of the customers and, and things like yeah. that? Man. Yeah. Crazy. You, have, you have so many people that, um, that, that they don't have anything. And this yeah. one was severe. I mean, this one was a really, by far the worst one I've done in my lifetime. And, um, wow. and so, yeah, you have, you have so many people that have to put their house back together. I mean, I had to do that. I didn't live in my house for eight months. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, you, you have a lot, a lot of work to get everything back together and and we're still doing it. I mean, we're, we're, look, we're 13 months in. They started yeah. construction on my building today. Wow. Today's the crazy. very first day where they started doing repairs. And, um, and so, you know, that's, that's great for us. We're happy. We're ready for sure. But, um, but it's a long process. I mean, we're probably, we're probably years. The, the government approved uh, disaster relief funding for our area yesterday also. Jeez. And so, you know, it, everything takes so long and, and it's a, it's a long, long process. Well, I, I, the fact that it's starting, got to feel like there's at least a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for that. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. You've been waiting so long and arguing with the insurance company and, uh, and, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it, 
when the when the guys were there putting the new roof on this morning, it was uh, man, it's 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 good. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell us a, a little bit about CNC. What's the what's the elevator pitch on your business, and uh, you know what's it like right now for you? Um, you know, it, so CNC is an old business. You know, we're uh, forty six years old. It started in seventy five, and um, and I didn't start it, of course. It was started by a um, by father son combination. And at that, that time, it was Chick LeBlanc Appliance, which was the father's name. And over, over the years, they merged with another appliance store that coincidentally started with C. And that's how we ended up at the CNC. Um, I went to work there in 99. And, uh, and I just had my birthday. I'd just been seven years of me owning it. Uh, happy happy uh, business birthday. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but it's, it's been super duper busy. You know, it, the covid I'm sure most most dealers or members would tell you COVID's actually been pretty good for us other than we don't have any product. Right, right. And, uh, and you know, we, we, we've been super busy. Thankfully, the hurricane, of course, almost triples our business for a couple of years. We'll, we'll see that. And, uh, and you know, it's, we're the same as everybody else. I mean, we're, we're scratching, trying to find product, um, leaning on the vendors and, and trying to do everything we can do to, to stay open and be successful. No, that's awesome. And and to your point about scratching and clawing to find product, how, your time just to to reflect on what it was like in Nashville. I, was that a what kind of opportunity was that for you? Was it you know a good? It was one? definitely a different show. Yeah, um, yeah. Because typically, you know, we're going in and there's huge discounts, and right. hey, if you buy a truckload of this, you get this, or if you buy so many, and and you know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of programming and a lot of planning for us going into that to make those buys because that would typically carry us about ninety days. And this time was definitely different because there's no product, and so there was very few promotions. Um, and I mean, still, still a good, good show because you know you take advantage of what was available, which wasn't oh my gosh, maybe a tenth of what would be normal or what I would consider normal. Yeah. And um, and so you know, it was different. A lot of ability, you know, one thing is not having to worry about all that. We had a lot of time to focus on the parts of the business that typically I think get pushed away at the show. So, you know, we talked to our website provider about making our website transactional. Ours isn't, and it needs to be. And so we had a a good long meeting with them about what do we have to do? What are the steps we need to take to make our website transactional? Because, you know, the world, COVID's changed things. It's a lot more important today than it was two years ago. And, um, and even though we're in a fairly small town, it, it's, you know, we, I think we all think that, that, oh, I'm in a small town. I don't have to have that. It's not like that anymore. I mean, was there something that, uh, you know, obviously being able to sit and talk with them and, and have those conversations uh, is important, but is there something in your, in your mind or as you're evaluating your website that, you know, really made you, uh, pursue that to make your website trend? Like, was there a moment that you're like an aha moment that made you realize that it was important to, to do that? The, the COVID changed because like, like, you know, we would get inquiries on our website before. I mean, we've had a website for, I don't know, 15, maybe even longer than that, a long time. And, you know, you, you get inquiries and it'd be, you know, one a day or something like that. Well, then when COVID hit, I mean, it just, it, it, I mean, it was huge. It exploded and we're getting a ton of inquiries every day. And, and it's, 
and, and part of it's just thinking on my part. I'm like, well, you know, if it was transactional, they don't even want to talk to me. <laughs> they want to, I mean, they don't, they, yeah, they, want, yeah. they want to buy it. And, and the next thing they get is a, is a call schedule and delivery. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, that's so easy. I don't have to, you know, the salesman doesn't have to be t- caught up with them. You don't have to, there's no time. I mean, you don't have to do anything. And, and so it's a lot easier in my view. I'm sure it's harder than I think it is, but I was looking at it and I was like, well, this is, what am I doing? Why did I wait so long? What this is, it doesn't make any sense. And so, but when we go to the show, typically I'm so focused on buying product yep. that, you know, you, you get to the second day of the show and I've got 14 minutes left before it closes <laughs> and I'm trying to go see the, the website people. And, and that's, it, it doesn't. And so this time we had plenty of time and we had good, good meeting with Neum. Um, and of course, you know, the group, the group has a lot of people that are, that are a huge help. Um, I sat and talked to Jen Danko, who I've known for forever, almost as long as I've been in the business, I've known wow. her. And, and about what we needed to do and how, what she think was the best way for us to pursue this and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, normally I just don't feel like I have time for, for some of that. Yeah, And yeah, that makes uh, sense. so this show was nice on, on that, from that respect that there was a lot more time to get help and to sit and talk with people and, 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 you know, and look at some new ideas that I typically wouldn't have, that's wouldn't have took the time to do. Yeah. So d- now is your website transactional today? It is not. It's hopefully gotcha. we're going to, we're going to switch it the first of the year. Gotcha. So we'll, I... we'll, we'll roll over. We're only what, two, three months away. Yeah. And we'll roll over to, to be transactional and, and, and jump into that part of the business which will be new for us it'll it'll be uh yeah i'm sure there'll be a learning curve there i, I was i know there's there's definitely going to be more as it, it does turn on but you know in the in the run-up to it what are you doing to kind of prep for that for you know both for the website and then also for your team as well well right well we we assigned somebody to handle it because that was one thing is, is yeah. before there wasn't enough of it that it was like oh you know it's your turn then it's your turn then it's your turn well now it's somebody needs to be focused on it you know yeah. we, we need to have somebody dedicated to it taking care of it and so that was the the first big step um and something and we're actually still working on this part of it is to integrate our inventory into the website so that when they see it um the pos system is feeding the inventory into it yep. because it never fails the people if you just give them the website and there's 10 million things on there they can order they're never going to pick something you have in stock i mean it just doesn't they always want the weird odd thing right. that, that you would never have in stock either. Right. And um, not on purpose anyway. <laughs> and, and so that's another big thing we're focused on is where they know this is available. If I buy this, I can get delivery quickly and we can. And so, you know, to make it as easy as we can. And, um, and then it, I guess it'll kind of be a run up to see if it does increase business, which hopefully it does. Yeah. Whether we need to, to grow any more to handle that no that'll, yeah. that'll be an awesome uh you know now i've got it on my calendar I'll, I'll i'll drop it on there to follow up with you and see how it's going and, and check in with you so that's a that's yeah no hopefully um, it's going great i'm not <laughs> going crazy <laughs> so what we want to hear now but i i the the real reason why and just to completely change subjects here uh you know i i was excited to get you on the podcast is when we were talking in Nashville and had the time to sit down your story, your background of, of how you, uh, you know, came into the business, came into CNC and, and, you know, now as the owner is one that 
is incredible to me. Um, and, and it was one that, uh, you know, we, I've done a little bit of writing, you know, for nationwide here about the importance of succession planning and, and stuff like that, but I don't want to steal your thunder. So I kind of want to let you sort of t- walk us through that, you know, the, your timeline with CNC and, you know, how you got into the business and, and came to be an, an owner. So I, um, I went to work for CNC in July of 99 and I was actually, I was in college. I was a sophomore in college and I was looking for a job that would work around my, my school schedule. And um, a, a friend of mine's dad was a contractor and he said, Hey, the appliance store where I buy my appliances, they're looking for delivery people. You should go and apply there. They'll, you know, the man who owns it's super nice and, and he'll probably give you a job. And sure enough, he did, thankfully. And so I was a delivery guy and I, and I delivered for a while. Um, and then, you know, I was, I was going to school. So I was only part-time and I was starving to death because I just, you know, delivery guys don't get paid that way. <laughs> and, uh, and so I went, I went to the owner and I, and I talked to him and, you know, tried to figure out what I could do. And I actually ended up becoming a service tech. And so I did that for a while and I um, probably, probably for a couple of years and I finished school. I didn't take the most, uh, the quickest path through college <laughs> and uh, the most direct route for sure. And so I finished school. I actually, um, my wife worked in the office there. She was doing some of the bookkeeping. And so I finished school, uh, proposed to her after I finished school. So we ended up getting married and I left, I left for about six months and I did what I went to college for and what was that what did you go to school for I went to school for um to be a teacher oh, wow. and and I actually I taught um middle school for the GED program in a state prison wow and wow. and um and, and really 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 liked the job like it was a really really good job and, and, and we elected a new governor here in Louisiana and he didn't want to waste any money on criminals. <laughs> so they ended up letting me go. That they the wow. program I was in just went away. And so I called the store and I, I called the previous owner and I asked for a job <laughs> again. And uh he's like, Oh man, he's like, the only the only position we have is in sales. And I'm like, Well, well, you know, okay. You know, I'm I'm recently married, I'm unemployed, I gotta do something. Yeah. And uh, and so I took the sales job. And as, as time went by, I was, I was at least decent at it. I don't know that I was Superman, but I was pretty good. And, and, um, and me and my wife got ready to leave. Cause, cause one of the, one of the negatives at it with a small business, whether, you know, you're doing whatever is the, the ladder you can climb isn't very high, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, and so there was, you know, we were still fairly young in our twenties and there was no, no real way for us to advance. But the, the previous owner, his name was Roger LeBlanc, had been wonderful to us. I mean, he had worked us both through college. I mean, he was the, the nicest guy on earth. I mean, him and his wife both just took great care of us. And so we went and we said, look, just so you know, we're going to start looking for other jobs. And we explained why. And, and he understood. And, um, and so we and the reason we did it is so he would hire replacements and we could train yeah. them and we left, he was fine. You know, he was solid, not in a bind at all. Cause I mean, we owed him that. I mean, he was a yeah, absolutely a super guy and, um, and he had a different plan. And so, you know, he asked if we could eat dinner at their house and I had never done that. And so we went over and, uh, and met and he said, well, do you want to buy the business? And 
And I remember my, my first response was, you know what I make. I don't have any money. <laughs> and he didn't know. And he actually had a plan. Like he, he had, it was a 20 year plan for me to acquire the business. And I'm, uh, I just finished year 17, two weeks ago, you know, wow. I, have, I have three years to go and I'll, and I'll, it'll be paid off. It'll be all mine and I'll be in the clear. And it, and it was a, a great opportunity that me and my wife got, we both, we took it and it, it's been, it worked out really well for him and us. It, it, it was, um, it's kind of a complicated way to do it, but, but it worked out really, really well for both of us. Um, he got time off those last 10 years. He re- he worked 10 of the years and then he retired and the, the other 10 years, I just mail checks and, um, and the 10 years. So he got a ton of time off. I got 10 years worth of training yeah. from somebody who was good at it, you know, who knew how to do it. And, um, and, you know, I got to go to the show. I'd never done that before. Uh, he actually got sick about three years into it. He got diagnosed with cam cancer uh-huh. and, uh, and ended up at MD Anderson for a while. And that's where I really learned though, that, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a terrible experience for him to be sick and have to go through it, but it was, it was an accelerated training for sure, because we went, I think uh, six months, he never came in the store. He was in the hospital that entire time. And, uh, and he whipped the cancer and and we got a a good ways to get trained after that too. But it was, uh, um, I always say, you know, getting, getting thrown in the deep end isn't the, the most pleasant way to learn how to swim, but it's effective. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can only imagine. And, and I mean, that, there's so much to unpack there. I, I want to start by, you know, I, the, the cool thing about this is, is that you kind of got to touch every part of the business before it was even presented to you, the idea that you could own the business. So what does, you know, going from delivery to, to service to sales, what did that do for you from an experience perspective, you know, now as an owner? Well, it was a big factor in him choosing me and my wife is because I had done most of the spots in the store, at least at some point in time for a while. And she had done the, the bookkeeping for, for seven, eight years at that point. And, um, and it was, well, it was good to understand, you know, because, and look, and I'm, I'm, I still do this now, and, and it's probably not the best thing to admit, but, you know, you think, well, all the delivery guys do is complain. They're always complaining. They want, you know, lighter appliances and right. new dollies <laughs> and breaking right. stuff. But when you've actually done it, you know, you kind of have at least a little bit of understanding or sympathy. And, and we're a self-servicing dealer, and it's the same thing. If a customer is upset and, and you're talking to the service guy, I mean, it, it helps to understand what he's talking about. And I still do that now, even occasionally now over the course of a year, I'll ride a day with a service guy to see what they're doing and, and, and try to make sure that I'm up to date. So if I have to, you know, if there's an issue with a customer, a customer's upset, I want to be able to talk to them in an informed way. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and so I, I try to do all that, but it was a big factor in, in why I was chosen is because I knew I had done it. I, I at least had a basic understanding of it. I I know it's it's impossible probably to envision that the the situation you've gone through playing out. But you know, as you're you know touching every part of the business and, and you know you're getting ready to move on, did it ever even once cross your mind that that there is an opportunity to to potentially be an owner of a retail store? No, 
Not at all. Until, until Roger said it, I hadn't even considered it because, because I wasn't family. Like I wasn't, neither me or my wife were related to him. And, and he, he has children. I mean, he has, he has a, a daughter that's a little bit older than me and he has a son that we're the same age. And, um, and don't get me wrong, both of his children are very successful and they have careers that mm-hmm. on their own. And, and I knew that, like, I knew they wouldn't, I, I, I don't know. I just, it never occurred to me. And, and that's a big thing. Like when we, when we talk about secession planning, I think with a lot of dealers, if their, their children are not interested in it, I really wish they, I bet a bunch of them have a person who could do it. And yeah. there's, and there's ways to make it work. There he is. There's ways to make it work. Well, there, there's also the the aspect too. Like he asked you, I what what made you want to say yes? Because that you're you're not, you know, as you said, you went to school for something completely different. What was it that made you feel like, yeah, maybe this is this is what we want to do? Well, I, I definitely, um, me and my wife both went to school for something completely unrelated to what we do, um, yeah. which is is plenty of people, plenty of people, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, you know, part of it was just he had been really successful. It had been really, really good for him. Um, we had a ton of confidence in him and his wife in their ability to train us, in, in that they had been super successful. If we could just keep doing what they did, that we would be super successful. And, you know, there's a lot of appeal to being your own boss and, and to, to having that freedom that you wouldn't normally have. And so, Although that that maybe doesn't work out like you always think it will, because because the freedom kind of goes away when you're the <laughs> owner to an extent. But um, but yeah, so it. I don't know. We both enjoyed what we did. It when we when we were getting ready to leave, it had nothing to do with being unhappy with the job. It was just, you know, you're you're 25, 26 years old, and there's nowhere else for you to move up. And that that for me, I was I was more ambitious than that, and so was my wife, and so. It um, I I couldn't have done that, and so the thought of just well, I could skip straight to the top. That sounds wonderful, <laughs> and uh, and you know, and and some of it you you think, especially at that age, you think it's going to be a little bit different than it is when you actually get there. You know, the stress and some of that you don't you don't think about that part. And and I always tell a story when when I bought the store you know, January for all of us is a slow time of year. And so Roger, the man I bought the store from called me the first January I was by myself. And it was a day where, where people had called in sick and we had had a truck breakdown and it just, you know, everything that went wrong, it went wrong. And so he calls and of course he's newly retired and he's just happy and, <laughs> you know, and chipper. And so he's like, well, how's your day going, buddy? And I'm like, well, it, not great and that's not exactly how I said it but (laughs) and so I went through and I I did all these complaints and you know and I'm like sales are slow and people are calling sick and a truck broke and and all the things that were going wrong for me it was just a bad day and he said and at at that point I had been at the store for 15 years and he said you've been through 15 January you know it's like this and I said I said yeah but it never bothered me like this and he said, why? I said, because it was your money then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and he said, he said, that makes a difference. I said, it turns out it does. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, but you don't see that until you're, yeah. in, until you're in there. You don't realize. Well, you your, don't realize. Your, your wife might have worked in the books, but she didn't give you any warning. <laughs> she did, but it, it's still, 
it still wasn't our month. It hits different, you know, yeah, and, it hits different. and it definitely is different and, and, and more stressful, you know, but I will say on, on the flip side, when it goes good, it's that much more rewarding too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. when you imagine. do something really well and, 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 and you hit a home run or you're really successful, um, it, that's different too. It's, it's a lot better when it's you. Yeah. Uh, well, something you said, you know, you, you got to see him be successful and you, you, you want to emulate that for sure. Are there parts of the business that, you know, at, now that you have the reins and, and you can run it, you know, I imagine digital being one of them, but are there parts of the business that you've been able to put your own footprint on or um, kind of mold in the way that you see that maybe wasn't in, in his vision? We've definitely made some changes, um, some to the way we advertise, you know, which, and look, we advertised a ton when he was there and it, and it worked like it was, he was recognizable. I mean, he had done, a, he was in the spots and he had done a really good job, a wonderful job, but you know, we, we talked about one of the, one of the, it's just, you know, we didn't do very much digital, but of course it was seven years ago and, and things yeah. were different, you know, mm-hmm. now digital is, is, um, geez, it might almost be the biggest part of our advertising now. And I don't know that it's the biggest, but it's, it's, it's up there, you yeah. know, it's, it's right there if it's not. And, um, and so that changed. And, and one thing we changed in advertising, we just address the problem. You know, if, if you ask anybody, anybody, you know, would you rather buy local or buy from a box store? Nobody right. says the box store, right? Literally nobody. Yeah. And, and so when, when you say, well, wh- then why don't you, <laughs> you know, then, then why do you go to the box store? Cause if you don't want to go there, what are you doing? Why are you go there? Right. And, and they all say price, like every single one of them, you know, that not every one of them, but it, it's probably yeah. in my opinion, yeah. it's the number one factor. And so we just addressed it. So the ad switched to saying, look, if you're not coming for price, we'll fix that. We'll just be the same price. That's easy. We can do that all day. And we were doing it. We were already doing it. We just wasn't saying it. Yeah. And so, you know, we changed that message and we just addressed it. And, and then, you know, you know, the things that independents do better than, you know, we deliver faster. The yeah. salesmen are more knowledgeable. You're able to get help for us. We have our own service department. And so we just went through that and just said, you know, if you're going to spend the same money on the same product, don't you want all this other stuff we throw in for free pretty much? And, you know, and and so I think that advertising and just taking that message and then hammering it and then just killing it really helped us. And and we've grown. We've grown. uh, We expanded. We have a second location. We didn't have that. Um, And so we've taken some steps and, and, and some of the things he wasn't, you know, some of the things after he retired, we talked and, and cause I mean, look, you're going, you got a guy with 40 years advice, yeah. uh, experience, you got to ask him for advice. And, you know, some things he's like, I don't think that's, that's a good idea. Or, or some things were like, well, that's not the way we always did it. And I'm like, well, it's not 30 years ago either, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, we, we talk and, 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 uh, and I miss him. He's passed away now and I miss getting that advice, but, um, but, you know, and times change. I mean, my gosh, who saw COVID and no, all I, this? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's cool that, you you know, you had the opportunity to still do that and had a close relationship. And, um, you know, do you, I know it might be far down the line for you, but do you take anything from his succession planning and, and kind of how he went about it with you? And and have you even started to, to think about that? I, I really haven't, I guess, because I still have a long way to go. 
Um, yeah. But I will say I don't have any children. So there's no there's no kiddos in my life to leave it to. I mean, I have some nieces and nephews and whatnot, but but that's really it. I don't have any children personally. And so I will probably be in a similar situation for him. And look, I would I would love to be able to change somebody's life like he changed mine. I mean, it it, it um I, I I mean I think that's that's required of me. I think I should be doing that. And and I always try to remember that because I mean he he took where I was at and moved me to a whole different place that, that I never even saw coming or, or wouldn't have dreamed I'd be able to get to. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you got to do that. I mean, I don't, I don't see any other way I, I could that's, do it. That's awesome. That's so cool to hear. Uh, and I just like, that's the the heart of independence, right? That's what independent retail is all about. These small businesses and just the, the impact they can have, not even a, a, you know, of course within the community, but on the individuals in the store. So that like, that is, that is so cool to hear. <laughs> well, well the, well, the stuff that everybody says, you know, you go to work and you work hard and somebody will notice and, and you'll be rewarded and this and that. I mean, you know, I, it, it happens. It's real. It, it happened to me. And uh, and I try to make sure it happens to all the people that work for me. I, you know, I, I, I try to reward them as best I can. And and some person will get the ultimate reward at some point. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to ask one more question. You know, I, having started as a delivery guy, have you up to their pay? You know, knowing what they make. I mean, boys, we got to now. You can't hire anybody. But, uh, I, did, I did a little bit at the beginning. I, but, you know, when, when when you're in a different chair, you understand why they're making that much. You know what I mean? It, yep. it, it, my, yep. my opinion changed as time went on. Uh, I if, see. If you'd me at, at 20, when I was a delivery guy, I would have a drastically different opinion than I have now. <laughs> totally understandable no i i i can appreciate that for sure and uh no larry it's awesome to be able to catch up with you and and dive more in depth into into your story because like i said it you know it's an awesome one and uh we've been looking forward to sharing it so um you know i I know time's busy and you got a building to uh continue to work on so i i want to let you go get to that yeah. let you go check on them and uh we'll be sure like i i mean it too we're going to check back in and see how everything's going with the website and once you get a transactional so it'll be cool to to catch up with you well thanks for having me you got it all right and and thanks again uh to larry for taking the time and you know sharing his story like i said it's an incredible one um one that you know, you see so many, yeah, there's so many different walks of life in, in this industry, in this retail industry. And he's just another example of someone, uh, you know, who's, who's a day-to-day grinder. I mean, just making it work for himself and um, taking advantage of an opportunity that was presented to him and uh, just running with it and, and doing, you know, well and doing, uh, you know, good by himself, his family, his community. And uh, just love sharing those stories and, and hearing them all the time, you know, with this membership and just with the independent retail channel in general. So, As always, uh, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we will catch you next time.